FM Rewind. To speak to us more about it um, is Lawrence Managa, and he is Rising Sciences Youth and Student um, Chapters Convener. Good morning, Lawrence. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Welcome to Area Code. Hi, how are you? And thank you so much for having me. Well, Lawrence, you had your manifesto that happened over the weekend and you spoke of the different plans, or rather your leader um, spoke of the different plans that you have, not just for the province, but for the country as well. But how does Rise Mzansi plan to um, specifically address and combat the crime issue in our country? Because we know that it's due to unemployment and we know that it increases. Um, look, we have different stats every quarter and we're not happy with them. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think maybe let me start by laying out the foundation or the ground by saying that I think you know, like South Africa, as it's just mentioned right now, has one of the highest unemployment rates, right? And this is particularly amongst you know, like the young people, uh, with it standing at like a good sixty-five. Like, good, I don't mean that it's good. I'm just saying that it's like very high at that sixty-five, right? So basically, like you are saying, in order for us to be able to cap crime, we have to ensure that people are eating first. I mean, I'm thinking that in, in an economy or in a country that is well prepared for and in a country that is conducive, essentially, you wouldn't find too much crime because people then are not hungry. People have employment, right? So as Ryzen Zanz, we're saying that one of the things that we need to address basically is crime so that we can then be able to have a country where people can actually walk freely. Women can also walk freely, right? But in order for us to do that, we have to start by doing the basics. And doing the basics means that we must then ensure that um, you know, we, 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 we grow our economy, right? So how we are planning on growing the economy as Ryzen Zanz, we have outlined that we need to invest in good education infrastructure. So this means that the norms and standards of school infrastructure must then be implemented. So this means that you know uh, you must not have overcrowding in school. It means that you must also in higher education be able to have more people going in and doing work that is, or, or, or learning to do work that is actually aligned with the economy so that we do not have a mismatch between, you know, like um, jobs and the skills that are actually needed. And then by doing that, you are then ensuring that people can then be taken in into the different, um, you know, like um, people can then be taken in into the different industries that we need as South Africa in order to keep our economy afloat. And by that, you are indirectly and also directly curbing crime. But more than anything, we are saying that uh, we're going to ensure that we we fix our policing system. So we're going to be going out to to, to ensure that we flush out corruption. And another way that we want to do this is to ensure that we put one of the worst performing um, municipalities under administration. So this is to say that if we do have any, you know, like corrupt elements in the system, we are going to ensure that we flush them out so that, you know, um, people can actually have their cases taken seriously because at this case, it's not like that. Um, When you talk about the economy and you're talking about education, which is something that is very great um, and investing in education, but what happens then after education? Because you would find students that are saying that I've got a degree, I've got an honours, but I'm struggling to find jobs. And can you really provide those jobs as a political party, practically and honestly? Yes. Look, I think, so. like I said, the basics of it is education. So what you want to do is that you want to ensure that, so, 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 so ideally when you're looking at the economy, so you'll say there's a saturation basically in, in, the, in the different industries, right? So what you want to do is that you want to look at where is the saturation and where do we need to create employment basically to unblock 
some of, uh, to, 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 to free up space basically and, and unblock some of these um, uh, bottlenecks so that people are then able to be absorbed into the industry. So Economics 101 will, will actually dictate or will actually tell you that in order for you to do that, you need to look at what is your comparative advantage. Are we producing enough of it? You do that. You lean into that. You then uh, basically t- take away capital and labor from certain areas and then re-channel them to the places where you think is your comparative advantage and then be able to free up basically the, 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 the space. So you create employment this side, you channel people that side. With that, you have more funds to actually create essentially, uh, you have more funds to actually um, create uh, more jobs basically, right? So just like that, just like that, you're, you're ensuring that there's space for more people to come in. But what we've also said as Rising Zans is that in five years' time, we want to get at least a million young people into employment. And we're saying that we're going to be doing this by ensuring that we don't borrow away. It's costly for us. We're going to do this by ensuring that we flush out the corrupt elements so that we then take, uh, so that we then save, basically, right? So, for example, we know that ESCOM is buying with inflated prices and everything else because of data deployment. There's caters that are buying from other caters. So when you, you, you eliminate this product element, you're then able to, say, take up some of this capital and be able to invest in, land, uh, in students, be able to invest in the economy as well. So, 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 so those are some of the practical ways that Rise and Bend is actually thinking about how do we go and fix this economy. I hear you, and that's why I was asking that we speak about it practically because I'm talking about a crisis that young people are facing right now. Unemployment is not just for the unskilled. Unemployment is not just for people who do not have tertiary qualifications. I'm talking about people who have tertiary qualifications. And right now, from what I'm hearing, and I hear everything you're saying and it's valid, but I feel like practically... Can it happen? Otherwise, we'll have to leave that um, to Rise Mzansi should they be given a chance to see if they can do it. But I feel like it's more in theory than it is practical. Can we get into the power crisis? You were saying that there were a couple of measures that um, you feel should be taken when um, it comes to this. So what does the party Rise Mzansi propose or rather how do they propose to fix the issues around Eskom? Yes. We understand every other political party saying that it's man-made and there probably are a couple of proofs around it. You know how everything is done. But how does Rise Mzansi then plan to tackle it? Because this is also one of the reasons as to why unemployment is becoming so bad in the country. Yeah. So before I get there, let me just circle back so that I just uh, I try and make the answer quite clear for you, right? So the, the model that I was explaining to you does not only cater for people that are want to go to school, right? It also caters for people that are already degreed and are at home. That's why I said we look at where the saturation is, what kind of schools we have, and what is what then matches with our comparative advantage, so that we can take some of those people that are at home and then be able to place them essentially in the spaces that we then free up. So that actually covers both the people that still need to go to school the people that are at school, you know, so, 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 so it, it covers employment just largely, right? So when we're going through the ESCOM crisis, Ryzen Zanzi has been consistently saying that South Africa has a leadership crisis, right? We believe that what is currently happening and the reason our economy is so bad, ESCOM is ailing, is not because we do not have money as South Africa. We have enough, we just have to be able to invest it and put it in the right places and be able to move it around properly, but we have bad leadership. Therefore, the bad leadership results in money being eaten, and because money is been eaten, we then do not have the necessary means to rescue ESCOM. Sometimes you can even say it's deliberate sabotage, because, well, people want their caters to eat, so when it's cheaper to buy here, 
they rather go by where there is a friend of Lawrence or a friend of whoever um, so that they can actually be able to benefit themselves. So as Wyson was proposing that, number one, we need to do away with this horrible leadership that we have in this country. You do away with the horrible leadership that you have in the country, you are then able to have the right technocrats, the people who are well qualified to go and run these industries to actually you know, um, make sure that ESCOM, you know, like, uh, um, prospers, right? But it, it, it's not just about having the right leadership in place. It's about us looking at which contracts are, 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 are very expensive and they're not supposed to be expensive, right? So basically, it, it all lies in us dealing with the corruption. It's not going to be a silver bullet. It's not going to happen in one night. But we believe that if we invest our time by having those 100 municipalities under administration and looking closely at the ESCOM board, looking closely at ESCOM and listening to technocrats, Real people who understand the work that needs to be done. Because what has happened is that even the people that know how to do the job and the people that know that the job needs to be done are now being suffocated essentially by the people that are corrupt. So corrupt elements are the biggest problem at ESCOM. And should we be able well, to do away with that, we'll then be able to ensure that we fix ESCOM, save enough to, 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 to invest in grids, to ensure that we have, you know, like um, our, our solar power as well. We are also proposing that we want each and every home in South Africa to have solar so that people can then have free electricity, right? Unfortunately, Lawrence, we will have to um, cut it there. And I'm so sorry that I had to cut you, but because of time, um, we will have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time, though. And the points you made were valid. And like I said, we will have to wait and see. Should maybe it happen that Ryzen Zanzi is given an opportunity as to whether they will be able to implement everything that you have highlighted in your policies. Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you so much to you and your listeners. Bye. Lawrence Manaka, he is um, the Youth and Student Chapters convener at Rise Mzansi. Right? Area code. FM Rewind. File 88.1.